0: is going to read the epilogue of the adventures of robin hood king henry and the hermit so here he goes and yet i think these oaks at dawn and even will whisper evermore of robin hood you good you much you scarlet you dear little john your names will cling like ivy to the wood and here perhaps a hundred years away some hunter in daydreams or half asleep will hear our arrows whizzing overhead and catch the winding of a phantom manacing the foresters after robin hood's death marion dwelt on Kirklees nunnery where she soon became prioress under the name of matilda and of the goodness of the prioress and and of how she was ever ready to help the sick and afflicted, many tales of At the last, she died in a room where Hot Robin had died, and was buried beside him under the greenwood tree. Little John, whoever did not stay at Kirk- Kirklees, after he had laid his beloved friend and master in the grave. For some years he dwelt in Ireland, where his feats of archery are still remembered. Then he returned to England and was no more heard of, though his grave is still shown at Haysarge in Berkshire, There is a story, however, that long after King John's death, his son King Henry III hunted the deer in Sherwood Forest and there he started the finest stag that ever a man hunted, and pursued it, pursued it so fast and so far that as night came on, he found himself separated from his followers and lost in the wildest parts of the forest. Wandering in search of a night's lodging, he came at length to a well-worn path, and following it, found himself at a little chapel, by which stood a hermit's cell. There was a light in the chapel, and entering the king found two hermits at their prayers. Two very old men, one tall beyond the ordinary, and the other broad and fat even in age. The two hermits seemed very loath to entertain the wanderer, and when at last they let him enter their cell, Gave him a truss of straw to lie upon and regretted that they had no supper to offer him, but bread and cheese, and to drink only the water from the Levi's spring. Surely, said the king, with the forest all about you, you could fare better than this. And now, do you never draw blood? Murderers are still. Aylas, we are poor men, said the tall man. I fear that you seek to entrap us by forcing a confession that we have broken the forest walls. Never would I betray the man who gave me a good square meal tonight, said the king, for never have I needed it more. Presently the king bethought him of the flask of strong old wine that hung at his saddle, and after a little persuasion the fat hermit consented to drink of it with him and splendid little Then one thing led to the mother and the two hermits brought out wine and ale of their own, and presently the board was heaped with venison pasties and delicacies of all sorts. Can you draw a good bow, sir huntsman? asked the tall hermit presently. And upon the king, saying that he could, the three of them went out into the twilight and tried their skill at the willow when, set up at thirty yards distance, but only the tall hermit could speak. Later, as they sat drinking, the king's wine, never have I seen such archery not being, nor being so well entertained in the forest. I could almost believe that we were back in the days of King Richard of Lyman, when both Robin Hood ruled in the forest of Sherwood, of whom so many songs are sung and so many tales are told. Know you any tales of that king of Altos, that noble prince of thieves? Then the two old hermits seemed to grow young. And the morning came while they were still telling their guest of all that had chanced in Sherwood so long ago, adventures which they themselves had seen, in which they themselves had played a part. With the first light, the king mounted on his horse once more, albeit unsteadily, for he had drunk deep throughout the night, and rode away in search of his followers. But before he went, he turned to his two hosts and said, Reverend Hermits, if I have not dreamed it, I slept last night in Sherwood Forest with Little John and Clyde. When he found his courtiers once more, the king told them of his strange adventure, and all marveled to hear of it. But though he and they sought long and eagerly, they could never again find their way to that kidney cell in Sherwood Falls. So that was the epilogue and the book of The Adventures of Robin Hood. Bye guys. See you later. See you later. See you See ya. See ya later. Bye guys.